All right, Zig, thanks for being here with us. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, yeah, thanks for me. Obviously, Heather's not here, so yeah. it's, you know, we just wanted a, a just a, a layup, you know, an, yeah, easy, yeah, yeah, an yeah. easy hang with a good friend. Yeah, and we also, like, we, and I, I know you know the show, but, like, we mm-hmm. do this little intro. We thought, like, you know, like, I, I was just thinking about what we could do for the intro. Yeah. <coughs> um, but I was kind of thinking, like, maybe, like, mm-hmm. there's a, a bear trap in the studio uh-huh. and someone... <coughs> You're you're okay. You look a little flush there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm doing fine. Uh, uh, but uh, if there was like you know, like one of us stepped in a bear trap, we're like, oh, mm-hmm. where'd this bear trap come from? It. <coughs> See, okay. Uh, it's really pale. Hey, uh, hey, Nick. Yeah. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to freak you out or anything. Uh-huh. Uh, your eyes are glowing yellow, and you can what like you see the about? veins in your face. Guy, like I'm maybe feeling a little uh, under the weather, but I'm COVID negative. I tested, so I'm probably fine. I and, and this is going to be shocking to hear, and maybe hard to explain as well. Uh huh. You're currently speaking Spanish. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want. We catch- hear you in English because we understand Spanish. Yeah. That's just like how that works. Wait a but minute. So like you're, when I've you're been, speaking Spanish yeah. right now. So so glory to las plagas. You guys are hearing that in Spanish. Exactly. Yeah, and it's yeah. almost wow. like a chant situation going on. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if you did you see those dudes outside with like the pitchforks when we were coming to the studio? I saw a guy with a pitchfork. I saw a guy uh, with uh, you know a hatchet. I saw an old lady carrying a stick of dynamite. I just knew. You see that tall dude with like the fucking cow skull and like a red robe? I just you know I did see those guys and it's just hard to know who's part of the whack pack here at Sirius XM and who's yeah. just like a guy. Um, but it's you know it was uh, those guys are here for sure. Wow. So I guess I have La Plaga. That's great. That's just what I need uh, right now. Like, again, you Nick, guys are hearing this in Spanish, so I don't know how much you're comprehending. But uh, uh, boy, we get all of it. Okay. Yeah, and we, I took Spanish for two years. I yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I understand it. I and speak it. Um, here's it sucks that. It sucks that we have to suplex him. Well, I'm gonna have to suplex you. Yeah. Dude. Well, don't suplex. Don't suplex me. I'm gonna fucking bend you in half, bitch. <laughs> He'd take you to a fucking suplex town, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Don't suplex me. Just because I have a little, I have a disease. I can't control that. This is no. This is, and I hate to get political. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. This is what Fauci should have been doing. <laughs> he should have been recommending that we just pick these sick fucks up, <laughs> bang them on their head. Show I've them been, what for. I've been saying online for so long we need to fucking kneecap these old women in the knees and then shank them right in the throat and do, then do suplex them into their friends. Uh, hey, speaking of friends, I, I'm just going to let some guests in here real quick. <laughs> no, 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 I don't have Come on in, no, no. We escort the president's daughter and shotgun blast El Gigante as we play You Play the Resident Evil 4 Remaster this week on Get Played.
Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played? I'm Nick Weiger, along with Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Oh, try that on for a size. How do you like that? How do you, how do you like that? Yeah. Just two hosts here. That's right. Yeah. Because Heather Ann Campbell is out this week and next. She's on her honeymoon. Congratulations yes. to Heather and to Mary and to the Institution of Marriage. Yeah. Another another W for the Institution of Marriage. <laughs> We'd love to see it. Uh, we have, uh, Matt, we have a fantastic guest host here. Yes. You know, you and I were like, where are we going to find we're someone? We're already fucking scared. We're, what are we going to do? Where are we going to find someone who... Uh, loves video games. Yeah. Loves anime. Yes. Has written for Rick and Morty. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what are we gonna do? We're in a loss here. We don't know anybody like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this was just obviously we knew who we had to call, baby. Thankfully, this fell into our laps. A writer and comedian for Rick and Morty, She-Hulk attorney at law, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and Futurama returning to the show. Cody Ziegler is here. What's up, Cody? Hello, Bingo Boingo, baby. Oh, Bingo wow. Boingo, yeah. baby. Zig's in the house. Drop yeah. Bingo yeah. Boingo. Those alliterations, that's what, sell. That's, what they, that's what they brought to the Rick and Morty table. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember the episode where they're both saying Bingo Boingo. <laughs> they go to Bingo Bongo World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's 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 more of a it's more of a conceptual episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the feel the motions are there. The structure is tight. Can't, yeah, yes. well, the story circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you got to have the story the story circle. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Uh, Zig, you just returned from where Heather is right now, Japan. Two that ships is in a true. Night. Yes, it is the most fun I've ever had uh, anytime ever. Wow. Uh, it was. So, I mean, I was explaining to you guys off mic. Yeah. Um. So. For those who don't know, Los Angeles, people think of it as just like a city, which it is, because it's all about the people here. But it's not like <laughs> it's not like there's like, oh, well, I'm in Los Angeles. You're like, no, you're in Hollywood. You're in Silver Lake. It's a bunch of smaller neighborhoods that make up the greater city of Los Angeles mm-hmm. and Los Angeles County. And that is a, sort of the same thing with Tokyo. So there's like twenty not there's like twenty three or thirty wards or whatever. Basically, thinking there's like boroughs, like New York, like five boroughs. Sure, but everyone is Queens, oh, yeah. Bronx, yeah, Brooklyn, yeah. Manhattan, and of course Staten Island. Oh, yeah, hey. you're a real New Yorker now. Hey, yeah, you know I am. You're walking here. <laughs> it's, you it's, my it's, slice. It's, it's that. <laughs> it's like that. But every I district... love Mayor Judy Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Wait a he did not, He was America's mayor. Yeah. You gotta admit. The city got cleaned up. Yeah. You got to admit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should break a few more bitch. windows is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Tokyo, though, is that like every like little neighbor – Tokyo is like made up of little neighborhoods, but every neighborhood is like the size of fucking Manhattan. So it's right. just like this district – this district, I was in Shinjuku, which is like the red light district. So it's like imagine Manhattan, but nothing but bars and like cool 24-hour arcades and like, and, like nightclubs. And but then I wanted to go to like which you guys would probably appreciate, which is like the video game anime like mm-hmm. cult, pop culture district called yes. Akibara. So imagine like you got the subway that's just like high rise after high rise after high rise with like anime waifus or like Super Mario or just whatever you could want. It's there. It's a fantastic place. It I just have. sucks to hear stuff like that because like we could just live like that here too. Right. And yeah. We don't we could right. we could we could have easy and cheap public transportation. Oh, yeah. Man. That's go to another neighborhood. Most, yeah. It was great. I highly recommend it. The highlight um, was definitely uh, well. There are two highlights. One was riding the bullet train uh, uh, and listening to oh, yeah. to, to, to Miyazaki's soundtrack. <laughs> hell music. yeah! So like that was a great build. But also, I went. We went to the anime the um the Gundam factory, which is like they have a real life size like I think nineteen meter because they don't use freedom units nineteen meter high <laughs> real life, real life 
<laughs> animatronic Gundam, and they they have like a whole museum dedicated to like how it works, like it actually walks. It's like I believe it's the holds the Guinness Book of World Records for like the largest actual animatronic built. Wow! Uh, wow! You go upside, you can go up and and see it. It's it's fantastic. Um, that was really really cool. Especially... I'm horrified to learn that it works. Yeah, that's, like that's frightening. But yeah. they they also it. If you go online and watch any of the videos, they speed it up pretty good because okay. it really is like slowly moving out. But it is cool seeing um, uh, a, a giant, basically like rock'em sock'em robot walk and talk in front of you. It's really, 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 really wow. cool. Um, I highly recommend anyone that's into that type of stuff go. And even if you're not into like the pop culture of all, like just experiencing the culture of like, you know, it's, it's a really good city that um, sort of incorporates um, a good mix of like metropolitan stuff but then like nature like a lot of parks mm. a lot of like gardens all of it is dirt cheap um very walkable like it was one of the best trips i've had in a very very long time i think everyone on this podcast would very much enjoy uh their time yeah. going there yeah you had me at bullet train honestly yeah because you love guns well yeah i, I was gonna say yeah, like he, the bullet was the <laughs> yeah, most uh, appealing part yeah, to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait i i do want to ask about the train though because that's the thing like you know i i take the i love i read the choo-choo here in los angeles we have mm-hmm. a decent public transit system but yeah. it's obviously nothing like a lot of you know overseas territories yeah what would like what was that experience like and how does it compare like also i'm curious about like any of the intra-city rail yeah it's really cool um uh you know, when I think of like trans- public transportation in America, I'm sure most yeah. people say the same thing. It's usually like East Coast. Like I feel like New York's probably the one that has it down the best. Right. You know, as far as like you can get, you know, just about anywhere within the tri or in the the, the area. Yeah. Within the, the five boroughs of the five Bronx, Bronx. Yeah. The Brooklyn, <laughs> Queens, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but with 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 uh, Japan specifically, yeah. no, my, my specifically, I mean like Tokyo is where mainly where we're staying. It was like I don't speak the language. Uh, but we were I was able to crack the system in like two and a half days. Wow. So like um without getting into the whole minutiae of it, when if you're a foreigner going over there and visit, you can get a thing called a JR pass, which mm-hmm. is just like, here's like two hundred bucks. This is basically a ticket that can get you on the bullet trains or certain like metro lines for fourteen days and you pay one sum, you can go take unlimited rides. And then you have like sort of like what their version of like a metro card called like a suka card or a pasmo. Uh but I put like you know, maybe a hundred bucks US on it. And I was there for two weeks and I still had 50 bucks American left on wow. it. So like, and I took no taxis. I got everywhere. You can get anywhere in about 30 or 40 minutes. Like, um, I, we went from Tokyo to Osaka, which is like 250 miles away. And like bullet train was there in two and a half hours. Like wow. it was, it was beautiful. Like my big, like dumb American, ugly American takeaway was like, I love public transportation. Like I've been transportation pilled. Yeah. And I've been really making a effort to just like walk places now. Like I walk to my grocery store now, like walk to my post office because there, like, I mean, we were lucky that everything was flat. So it wasn't like you're struggling, but like, you know, I was walking like 16,000 steps a day, like seven, eight miles. And it didn't feel crazy because yeah. like you're experiencing things like you're doing two or three big events a day, but you're seeing like, you know, in one, one, like, Two hours, you can go to, like, uh, an aquarium. You can go to, like, a beautiful, like, emperor's palace garden that they made. And then you can go get some, like, go to, like, an arcade and play Street Fighter and get fucking worked over by some 12-year-old kid. <laughs> and like, all this stuff going. It's like, I truly um, have been made much more of an effort to, like, uh, uh, lean into, like, public transportation yes. when I can. But also just, like, walking around. Because I'm lucky that I live in a part of the city that is pretty walkable. Like, mm. I can hit, I'm between, like, a multiple grocery stores 
uh, multiple drug stores and like everything that I sort of need. Like, and I'm lucky yes. in that regard. Some people live in like a walkable sort of, I guess, whatever that equivalent of like a food desert is for like walkability. So mm-hmm. like, I've really come back and taken that away, and it's been fantastic. Like, I, I truly gained so much from that trip, not only from nerd shit, but also like, oh, it's uh, you can have this type of stuff in a city. Like, you can enjoy a city without having to be relying on a car. And you know, I love, you know, I love my car. I love cars mm. in general, but like, I do enjoy like. Here's $5. Yeah. I can take a bus and like not pump out like a fucking ton of carbon dioxide for the yeah. day. Yeah. I also like, I, I personally don't like driving. Like it mm-hmm. gives me anxiety. I try to drive as little as possible, but I mm-hmm. do live in a, a, a decently walkable well, that's area. That's because you're like a little Mario Kart, right? And you're always afraid of hitting like a banana peel. Yeah. 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 I, I, like I was, if I have three red shells like circling yeah. me, like I feel a little bit more secure, but yeah. I don't always have that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And that only gets you so far too, you know. Exactly, and sometimes someone will hit me with like squid ink, and then yeah, I, got, can't I can't see, see yeah. what the hell is going on there. Yeah. Uh, but I like I, I I take the I have my frustrations with LA's public transit, even though it's gotten better. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I try to get as much as possible and and try to walk as much as possible. But there there is just the reality of it; like it extends your trip by so much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and taking so public transportation. Yeah, taking yeah, public yeah, transport yeah, yeah, in yeah. L, in LA, but yeah. it's like the opposite in in you know a more functional state. Yeah, with um again, all of this is sort of based around. I really have two points of of um of experience, which is like New York and 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 Tokyo now. But mm-hmm. like you know. You know, Google Maps is going to save your life if you're there because it has everything down to a T. Like, you know, the Fukutoshin line, uh, Platform 2, these are the times that come. They're always literally on time. Like, there was not a point where it's like, you know, fucking L train in New York. It's yeah. 15 minutes behind. Like, it was there like that every single time. So, like, it just made things so much easier. But also, like, it says driving was usually, like, 40 minutes, train 35. Like, it's just it's such a detriment to, like, drive there unless yes, you have right. to. Um, but also like, I understand the reality is like, I'm from North Carolina, a very small rural town. Like, so if you're not in a system, not a place where like you have that sort of in- infrastructure, like, yeah, it makes sense why you would drive because the nearest for us, like the nearest grocery store was like a 20 minute drive away. It's your only option in a lot of the country. Yeah. There aren't sidewalks. There's, you know, in, instead of, instead of walkable, you know, streets, there's the, what the, the, the portmanteau I've heard is strodes. There's yeah, like yeah. These, these hybrid mm-hmm. street and roads where it's just like, they're just for automobile traffic, basically, and, and you're like walking on the shoulder. Yeah, you know what's so funny? So from my, I'm uh, my hometown is a place called Walnut Cove, North Carolina, and it was a bunch of strodes, very very mm-hmm. rural place. But they did this thing like two years ago where they just, I guess, the mayor of the town just decided to put in a sidewalk on one side of the street, and it went from being no one out to like seeing people taking jogs and strolls wow. and all it. T- and it's just like yeah. maybe a mile worth of sidewalk, but like even putting that in, you're like, oh wow, like yes, people are going to actively use this yeah like, like my i would like walk to like the grocery store and like i would go for like my runs on this like one literally just like left side of the road sidewalk but like it just added so much to like the town and you feel like oh it's lived in because you can be mm-hmm. a part of the community uh so like i definitely um I'm, i've definitely come back and that's gonna be like a little banner that i guess i'm gonna be be be, be uh yelling about for the next little bit but uh i have been um definitely kickstarted to enjoy public transit more, but I do wish that I lived in a place where it was more encouraged and incentivized yeah. because it is, you know, like it was, it took me 10 minutes to get here in my car. Right. Uh, cause public transportation would be like 35 and like, it's not convenient to walk to. Like I would have to have walked, you know, I'm, I'm a physically, I I'm physically active. So it would have been easier for me. But like, if you're like wheelchair bound or like maybe you're older or maybe you just have a busy day, like walking yeah. a mile to like a bus stop isn't no, maybe yeah. that method for everyone or isn't a solution for everyone. There isn't an option for, for everyone. 
Uh, I I took the bus here today, and it is like it it doubles the length of my trip. Like I basically have to give myself to to make sure that I'm on yeah. time, which I barely was today. I have to like give my like allocate an hour, which yeah. is a little frustrating. But then also like, and this is unrelated to anything, but today like I was at a bus stop and I didn't realize it had a little sign posted that it was closed. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. And then yeah. the bus stop driver like stopped and like she was very nice, but she was also like, you know, that one's closed. You're not supposed to stand there. And yeah. so I was just in trouble, yeah, yeah. which as an adult is like the worst feeling. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like, also in trouble when for you like get... the uncoolest thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was waiting. I want to. I, I could talk about the train all day. I could talk mm. about public transit all day. But I want to return to what you're talking about mm. with Tokyo neighborhoods because yeah. my point of reference for those is the fictionalized versions in, and they have different names in the Yakuza franchise, but <laughs> and also in Persona Five Royal specifically, yeah. which I was talking with uh, our mutual friend Ify about, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like the. The, like like I like the 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 names of some of these neighborhoods I just have so strongly associated with gameplay spaces in the yeah. Persona game. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because yeah. there was a point where we're in Shinjuku, which I have not played the Yakuza series, but I think it takes place in sort of like a fictionalized version of that area. It's got a different name, yeah. yeah there was a point where if it was like, oh, I know this area because I played it in Yakuza Three, <laughs> and I was like, oh, right, okay. It's like yeah, that ramen shop is in, like that that facsimile is in the video game, so yes. like. A lot of the point of contact was that, but like it, it was funny because um on I I went there for fun, but also for like sort of like research like my own stuff, and like you guys have seen Evangelion, like you guys talk about it on Get Anime, right. mm-hmm. but like when you're, there was a point when I was like leaving Tokyo, and like a lot of um there's sort of like this visual through line in in, in Evangelion where like you see the angels coming in from like the those like weirdly shaped hills with like the rice paddies and stuff, and like riding the train out, I was like, oh, this is this is where this is, like this is like you know <laughs> wow, twenty miles yeah. outside of out of Tokyo proper. So like now I know what this point of reference is when they, they're doing these creative things or like, I just saw the uh, movie um, Suzume the other day. Oh yeah. Like, I saw that too. Yeah. Beautiful film. And there's a portion where like they, like the, there's this sort of like road trip element where like um, the lead character is going further and further away. And there's a point where they're like in Tokyo proper and like seeing like the way that they had these like um, yellow sort of like um, um, bumped lines in, in the, on the sidewalks there for people that are visually impaired or like have walking yeah. and stuff. Like seeing that, it's like, oh yeah, like this is like I know that we're in Tokyo because that's what Tokyo had. Like they had this particular type of infrastructure. So like it definitely gave a deeper appreciation for all that stuff. But then also, you know, I get to fucking play Tekken eight uh at two o'clock in the morning, you know, after eating ramen all night. It right. was a really, 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 really beautiful city. What what was the uh what was the gaming scene like specifically? Because you talked about playing at arcades there. It was uh it was it was so Evo was also going on at the same time, which I didn't oh, go to Evo wow. because I'm not. I just I I don't need that type of embarrassment publicly. <laughs> but uh, so there is this place um called um, Panic Game or something like that or pa- Game Panic or something Game Panic, and it was like um maybe like a three or four story arcade. Like bottom mm-hmm. level was like gotchas, which was like you know the put the coins in and like the um the crane machines. Second floor was like arcade stuff. A lot of it was actually surprised. It was more like rhythm based stuff. So like a lot of like, obviously a lot of like 40, 50 year old salary men had obviously just gotten off work and they're playing like they're fucking shredding on like their version of Guitar Hero or like wow. a dude doing like fucking Neil Pert drum solos. And like <laughs> and off in the corner, which is I thought was kind of bizarre, was just like all the fighting games. So like 
Tekken. Um, I think there's a couple of Street Fighter stuff. There is some like Gundam, like arcade type games. But I, you know, my interpretation of street of um, the gaming community from like the Western perspective is just like, oh, Street Fighter is like the game that everyone's plays there. But like, it was mm. very surprised there was very little like Capcom representation there, which is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that that was like my point of view. But like, or that was like my point of entry. But like, there are so many places where you could sort of scratch that itch. So if you wanted right. to go play like. You know, if you wanted to play like, you know, more traditional uh, 2D fighter type games, like there's were those like six story buildings that you could go to to play that. Um, there was a one station that I didn't get to go to. I think it was called like Ta- Taikyo Station like that. But they had like, remember those old um, arcade games like Afterburner where like you would sit in, like a oh, yeah. cockpit. It was like that, but for like Gundam games. So like they would just have like capsules where you could sit in and play that competitively and get worked over by, again, a 12-year-old on the yeah. other side of the country that has been playing every single day. It was uh, it, it, it was, it was uh, really cool, and I wish that we had that version of that here. Like, right. Whether it's, like, you know, the Korean, like, um, cafe, like, computer arc- or uh, uh, laptop cafes or whatever, where they play, like, StarCraft and stuff. Like, I maybe there is that, but, like, I really wish there was more, like, public spaces for those type of, like, yeah. environments here, like, gaming environments. Like, I'm sure, Nick, you've, you've worked in game development and stuff, but, like, I've um like I've been to a couple of game studios like you know, Riot Games and like they have like a part whole building in their section on their campus just dedicated to like video games. So like right. there's like the cafe element. There's like you know life size Mario Kart. There's like a old like sort of retro '90s arcade with like you know the bowling alley like carpeting on the floor and like every different every greatest hits of like two day fighting games that you can think of. And then they have like a traditional like console room which is like every single console from every single generation. And like, wow. I wish there was more of that here because uh, I think um, maybe a lot of people's perspective on video games is like uh, solitary. Like, oh, yes. you go in your room, you play, like maybe you'll play online. But like, I think for us growing up, a lot of it was like the 2D, I think they call it like couch or um, two person, like couch co-op is what they call it now. But like the idea of like playing with another physical person in the room and like having that communication is like so, so fun for me. And I sort of like come back around where like, I used to love playing fucking Halo 2 yeah. online oh, yeah. so much. It was so fun. But now I'm like, I have one of my best friends moved below me in my apartment. <laughs> and like sometimes we'll come up and play like, you know, Street Fighter. My was Capcom 3. And like playing it in person or like I have an arcade machine in my place, like playing like an arcade yeah. machine shoulder shoulder with a friend. Like I miss that feeling so much. And like I hope that we get to a place uh, where we can have those sort of like public exi- um, public places where people can play video games in public game because it's such a – it's a unique feeling, and I think it's sort of been lost over the past couple of years as games have become more solitary. We talked about this on the podcast maybe last week, a couple of weeks ago, so, where yeah. someone had a question about just, you know, reviving the arcade in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, obviously the barcades exist. That's yeah, that's like, true, there's, yeah. there's the Dave & Buster's, but it is like... It's a different sort of experience, and I feel like at Dave and Buster's, a lot of times it's like either those uh, those elaborate sort of more uh, you know sit down games, yeah. or it's like a, a you know a a a forty inch uh, you know LED screen that's that's just like a version of a mobile game. Yeah, play, yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's less exciting. Yeah, I went to a um, I had a friend that had a, a wedding and like a, a bowling alley a couple months ago, and like me and a buddy we saw like a um, an injustice fighting game. Like, oh my god, they have like an actual arcade injustice game here. And we went in there, and it was just like, uh, it was just, they had obviously taken a mobile app and blown it up to like 40 inches. And yeah. like, oh, it's, I have three buttons. It's just card based. It's not really fun. It's not interactive. And I like, I, 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 I want a revival of like, um, of those type of institutions that I guess it also aren't tied to like 
have to be 21 and older to get here. Or like, right. It's, yeah. It's, it, there's no like middle ground. It's either like you have to be, it's either like you're going to get fucked up and drink here or like you're like stuck at like a 12 year old's birthday party with a bunch of other angry, <laughs> angry, bitter parents, you know? <laughs> I, I had a, a, cause you were talking about the uh, hot seat multiplayer or, yeah. or just like, you know, like, like a couch co-op yeah, yeah. in person multiplayer. And like, I'm, I'm old enough where my era of, of college, and then the immediate aftermath where, you know, still living with with roommates yeah. uh, was it was like was like roughly the era that we're covering with today's game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, the, the GameCube era, the Dreamcast era, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, uh, Xbox had them, had them all uh, in our apartment. And I like, I, yeah, pl- like playing like Soul Calibur or yeah. playing Smash Melee yeah, or totally. one of my, my my favorite gaming experiences ever. And I've talked about it at length of this podcast a number of times, but I'll just say it again is just playing through the entire Halo 1 campaign yeah, yeah, yeah. co op yeah. with my friend, uh, with my roommate, and we were just like sitting next to each other. And yeah, like, yeah. Like it's just, it's, it's a bummer that some of that stuff went away. There's a little bit of a resuscitation with the Wii. And then when the Wii came back, yeah, yeah. I felt like, oh, people are getting together. And then also like the, the Guitar Hero mm-hmm. rock band era, I felt like, again, Oh, people are getting together in the same spaces, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe post COVID, there will be an era where there there will be a revival of that because it is such a fun thing. I mean, Matt, you've, you've yeah. no doubt had some great experiences. I just very recently like was at my friend's house yeah. and we played Wii Sports Bowling on the Wii. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was like one of the best nights I've had in fucking months. It was <laughs> so fun. Yeah. It was so we were just like because we we all got to a point where also we were having some drinks, so we yeah. were like. Just really like gassed up and like just really yeah, like yeah. cheering each other on, just yeah, like yeah. four dudes just like really just broing out. <laughs> and it got to a point where we all got like two strikes in a row, just like in a row. Yeah, and we were just wow. going crazy. It was <laughs> so fun. You know that meme of like the this is like has like the little recess monkey that says neuron activated. Yeah. Like that is yeah. very much the feeling when it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like I have like a uh, I have like a five in one like Marvel versus Capcom thing at yeah. my apartment. Like one of those like, you know, it's obviously like a uh Raspberry Pi that just the one up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have one. Yeah. Up, yeah, but uh, I have a buddy that comes over, and like the first time, or uh, I remember the first time I had like my uh, a girl I was in came over, and she, the first time she did like a hyper combo. Yeah, we got so fucking hype. Yes, just because she shot like a, 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 a whatever Ken's fire dragon punch was, like that, like that energy cannot be captured over the line. Like being no. in person, no. like two sweaty adults being so hype over like someone pushing like down right up in the correct direction is like it's such a unique experience. It's the best. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, uh, we should get to another question for you, Zig, and for mm. Matt, and for me, which is, what are you playing? <laughs> what are you? Hey, what are we playing? What are we playing? Uh, Matt, you want to start? Yeah, mine's short because I have. I've really. I sunk a lot of time into this game, the mm-hmm. game that we're covering today. Um, so I haven't been playing too much, but right now I have a week. I have. Well, as of this coming out, I have like four days. Wow. <laughs> Before the next game that I'm going to play is coming out, which is Jedi Survivor, uh, mm. uh, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. I need to wrap some stuff up because I I have not done a great job this year of finishing games. I've been mm. bouncing between a lot of things. And you are the finisher. I'm the finisher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I'm the uh, coffee's for closers. And <laughs> let me just say, I don't go a day without my job. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Heather would have hated that she so much. So fucking bad. I was just thinking the same thing. I was just thinking we're getting away with so much bullshit, and it's not fair. The show is actively worse because Heather's not here, and we're just saying whatever we want and yeah, loving no it. keeping you in check. Yeah, we all love the smell of our own shit. We're going crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
I've only finished two games this year, uh, Kirby and something else. I can't remember what the other game was. Is it something we play for the show? Metroid Prime, maybe? I haven't finished Metroid Prime, but oh, I'm man. on the final. I'm on the final stretch of that. Yeah. Um, Take I actually could home. look it up right here. Oh, it was um, Limbo again. I, it was Limbo. I hadn't, I hadn't finished Limbo. Do you ever keep a list of stuff that you guys have been watching or, or taking in? Because I've been started doing that this year. Yeah, I, I started doing this like two years ago. I started listing all of the movies, books, and games mm. I finish in a, in a given year. I, yeah, I have a it list of games yeah. I've finished um, starting in the pandemic, thinking that uh, it was going to be over uh, within a certain <laughs> amount of time, and it's uh, actively still going. Um, but So I still have that list. But I, I picked... I picked um, Pokemon Fire Red back up on my analog pocket. Mm. And Zig, you don't have an analog pocket, right? No. No, I have um I have a version of that. It's not yeah. the same thing, but um You have a handheld emulator. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh this analog pocket is like I think about it a lot and I often I've gotten to a spot now where I'm like, I should just have this on me at all times. Yeah, keep mm. that thing on you. I gotta keep that thing on me. Yeah. And because it's just it's so fun. It's just the form factor is great. Mm-hmm. Whenever I take it places where I'm with other people playing games like friends of mine or whatever or like my family they're always like very interested what's in it the, like what's is it like a game boy what's the shape of it? it's, it's the shape of a game boy like like a regular game boy so it's not like advanced but like the traditional exactly okay, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's just like it's just it's just such a sleek package I really love mm-hmm. it but I picked Pokemon Fire Red back up and I'm having this problem which I don't know Zig you've played a lot of Pokemon I think right yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Nick you have played some I played some a little bit I'm having this problem right now in my team where one guy is fucking doing all the work. Yeah, Blastoise is, is is going, yeah, yeah. killing everybody. Yeah, and then the rest of my team is like level eleven. Yeah, and he's yeah. like level forty. Yeah, it's I'm running into it. So it's, I'm having a balance issue because mm-hmm. I'm getting to further in the game where Blastoise isn't going to be cutting it for much longer. I'm mm-hmm. going to need to beef up some of these other guys, but I'm also not in a position where I want to be grinding. So mm-hmm. what that does is that sort of halts. The amount of fun that I'm having, yeah. which then makes mm, me bounce sure. to something else, and I'm so I'm, I'm I want to finish that. I want to just clean house. Which one is this again? Is this... Fire Red the, for the is it's the remake, the remake of the of... Uh, okay. for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, um, but that's like my nighttime game, and I I've been bouncing between that at night. I bought um, Divinity Original Sin two. Wow, that's a big boy for the the Steam Deck, and it was it's because it's uh, people say it's it's great on 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 Steam Deck, and mm-hmm. I really want to start that, but that's not a nighttime thing to me. It seems no, like yeah. that's like it's it's pretty involved. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get in there in the waking hours. I've started and abandoned that game after like ten hours twice. Wow. It is yeah, like I, I'm playing as like okay, this is really good. It's really engrossing. I don't know if I can commit to this. Yeah, it's a, it it's seems a like a lot. Yeah. It seems like a chalker. Yeah. yeah, but like I like I that's that just speaks to like how like I'm I'm just bouncing between so many things. I need something to occupy those other times, and I know it's going to be. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom when Tears of yeah. the Kingdom comes out that's going to be like my forever game the way in which I'm going to build like a little robot go-kart and just ride around and run over those <laughs> yeah. fucking lizard dudes yeah. like it's going to be it's going to be beautiful I yeah, can't they wait don't for that game stand a chance I'm gonna- <laughs> yeah they don't even see it coming I just want to attach an eyeball to an arrow <laughs> yes I heard about that mechanic today yeah. and I was yeah. like this is what are they doing Yeah. That, so I'm looking there's games on the pipeline that I'm going to be playing quite a bit but I have like a, a, a week right now between big releases where I'm going to try to just clean house a right. little bit. Mm. I think that's where I'm at right now. But 
Uh, Nick, do you want to go first, or should we ask Zig? Let's ask Zig. Zig, what are you playing? You know, I um, I uh, I sort of I feel like I always answer these same two games every time you guys ask me because these are like I use them as like sort of like palate cleansers. Sure. Like, oh, I have thirty minutes, forty minutes. Let me get like a, a round in with this. So like, always Gundam Battle Operations Two, and then Alien Fireteam Elite. But besides those, like sort of like you know palate cleanser games, I um, I have been playing um. Or I just beat Callisto Protocol. Okay. Um, which is a game that like I enjoy like the actual like visuals. Like it's a beautiful game. Looks fantastic. Great performances. But like when it comes to like the actual gameplay and story, I'm like, I'm not it's the only game where after dying like for the like the fourteenth time, I just switched it to easy because like I just wanted to get it done. Sure. Mm-hmm. And like I wasn't having that much fun, but I haven't played like a horror game in such a long time that mm-hmm. I wanted to give it a shot, you know, and try like a new because I really enjoyed Dead Space when it first came out, but I didn't have the best time playing it. But like um I, I just wanted to give it a shot. But besides that, I also Matt knows this, I rebeat um I replayed the The Last of Us. Oh wow! The first, the first remake, then I played through the second one recently. Again, beautiful games, um, uh, but devastating on a whole. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into it more when we start talking about today's game. But like, I think what I've appreciated so much about the Resident Evil Four remake is that I sort of mentioned this before we started recording is that like it feels like a video game where yes. like you're shooting, pe- you're sh- kneecapping like old ladies and then suplexing them through like a bug, <laughs> yeah. and they have fun like glitches with it or fun like sort of like troll things where they sort of take them out of games now through game testing but like when like you go to like the top of a ladder like a guy comes up and you just like pop him in the head and he falls back down like I did that for like 30 minutes last night yeah. and it was the most fun I've ever had playing a video game <laughs> in this year like I've had so much fun getting back to like those type of like fun silly video games so like I have sort of played these big emotional roller coasters like that and like the new God of War but so like, I'm trying to transition back into more like silly fun games where I feel like the arcadeness of it all so like uh, those are like my the three three that I'm sort of playing now, but like I, if you guys have recommendations for games that sort of capture the feel of like Resident Evil Four, like those sort of fun arcade mm-hmm. games, like please lay them on me. Like I, that's the that's the the dragon I want to be chasing now. Uh, we'll 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 talk about our RE Four in just a second, but yes, the same sort of feeling of just like oh, there's just pure fun here. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. and I really, I mean, are you a FromSoft guy at all? I I tried Sekiro and I got beat by the first giant guy that you fought. So I just said, fuck it off. But then yeah. I started playing Elden Ring and that was the first one I like actually beat. Like, you know, it, it, you guys have talked about it to death, but my experience of Elden Ring is that, you know, like Breath of the Wild, they just literally toss you into a continent that you can go anywhere that you want yeah. to. So I literally spent the first 20 years of that game. I was just like walking around fighting things. I didn't fight the first boss until like 25 hours in. So I was like level yeah. like 20. So I walked over them and like, I, I had been so overleveled for most of the game because I had been playing for 20s at that point that I it wasn't as difficult I think as it probably would have been if I just did the traditional pass. So, like I had a lot of fun with that game. Like I think it had some really interesting like lore and like the monster design is so interesting and I could get into like difficult games more I think if the if the gameplay suited what I want which is like open world you can like run away from the scary guy if you want to and then yeah. like, do whatever you want besides that. I think about that time when we were all playing Elden Ring, like we as like society. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that game made me a different man. Like, <laughs> like I was just like, this is like, it became my personality in such a way that like yeah. that just, just doesn't happen. It, it was such a phenomenon. 
Yeah, when you roll credits on that game after getting God slayed, like there's no no other game has captured the feeling of, yeah, I did fucking call My girlfriend on her phone has pictures of me like fucking like cheersing myself <laughs> in our living room at like 9.30 in the morning because I had to wake up and I was like, I'm just going to beat this guy right now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I I, uh, I talked about recently on the podcast that I finished Sekiro, uh, which mm-hmm. was like a, a mission of mine. And, you know, I set aside time for it and I, I just kind of kept going at it and, and getting reps. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a it's a true masterpiece. Like you, it took me some time to like get over the uh, the the hump and like uh, mm-hmm. get past the, the the very steep difficulty curve. Yeah. But once I got it, like to me, I had the same sort of feeling playing Sekiro once I really uh learn the mechanics and yeah. the pairing system as I do playing Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Just yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is just, I can get into a flow state. It's yeah, so yeah. fun to take out all these enemies. It's so rewarding to like take out a big boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you, you talked about, or you were both talking about finishing Elden Ring, which I never, I did not do. I didn't oh, finish uh, it. Far did pretty far. I mean, like I, but I, I, I'm thinking that maybe what I should do with a little bit of time I have before tears of the kingdom comes out is I should try to go back and finish Elden Ring. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to try to do that. That's going to be my personal goal. Uh, but as far as what I'm playing now, uh, I will I will say that first off, that Coffee Talk episode two, Hibiscus and Butterfly, came oh, yeah. out today. It's on Game, Pla- Game Pass. Uh, I love the first Coffee Talk. Uh, I played the hell out of it. I'm going to be playing some more of that. So that's one thing I'm definitely looking forward to. And then uh, there was also a game I streamed. If we want to maybe talk a little stream, Daddy. <laughs> stream, stream daddy, daddy. Shout out to Jordan again for yeah. making that cue. Really like that like right now maybe one of my um, biggest incentives to continue to stream is just that we get to play that again. Yeah. <laughs> and like Jordan like in her, uh, I'm just following orders era, yeah. like just making this and like just like knocking it out of the park too. And here's the thing, people love it. People, people love, love it. it. People love it. I have no notes. That was great. <laughs> uh, I played a little bit of Loop Hero, which was a game that came out in 2021. When did that come out, Matt? Do you remember Loop Hero? I it's on my radar. It's it's in my. I think I have it, and I just have not played it. Twenty twenty one. That's correct. I was on Game Pass now, and it's one of those games that like I like. I remember re- in the roundups they were saying like, "Hey, this is a check this one out. This is really cool," and I just never got around to mm. it. Uh, but I got I got around to it a little bit on a a, a recent uh, stream on twitch.tv slash Get Played Pod, and it is basically like you know it's kind of an auto battler. You have your the the character that you're uh, you know monitoring, not really directly controlling, mm-hmm. is is walking in a loop through a dungeon, and as he defeats monsters in these sort of like you know pseudo turn based JRPG uh, combat scenarios, uh, you acquire loot, and then you can equip mm. that loot and improve your character, and then you decide when you're going to end a run, and then you also have this little town management aspect that you get to. Uh, you know, upgrade your home base, which gives you more rewards when you're going through these these loops of these dungeons. I, it, it's really cool aesthetically. Like it's got this this great pixel art look. The the the, the character uh, portraits are are you know really well rendered. Uh, it's got great music. I should have pulled up a music cue, uh, but it's. Uh, I, I was just like, I, it was one of those things where I was just like, oh, I'll just never get around to playing this. And mm. then the value of Game Pass is it just being there. I just get to mess around with it yeah. for a few hours on stream and a few hours offline, and had an absolute blast. And I think it's, I think if you're just looking for a chill game, which I'm always seeking out, I'm always seeking out a, like a kind of game that I don't have to 
you, you kind of have to micromanage it, but it's mm. not like I have to directly control a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And so uh, it, I think it absolutely works from that standpoint. So yeah, I'm going to play some more of it, but I, I, I'm, I really, really, uh, really uh, thought it was a hoot. Speaking of chill games, have either you played Gris, G-R-I-S? No, that was another on one's Switch. on my radar, but I never actually played it. It's it's a beautiful game. I haven't beat it, but for like just like aesthetically, like it's all watercolors. Mm-hmm. It's the most beautiful looking game I've ever played. Yeah. Um, I think you might really, really enjoy it. Stream Daddy might approve. <laughs> <laughs> both both games uh, published by Devolver Digital. Oh. Oh, no. yeah. A lot, of, well, a lot of great indie uh, content comes out of them. Oh, yeah. Let's uh let's talk about this week's game. It's time for our We Play You Play Resident Evil 4 in parentheses 2023 because this is not titled like Resident Evil 4 remake or Resident Evil 4 remastered. This mm. is just like the most recent Resident Evil remakes. It's just the title of the original game. Mm. Uh developed and published by Capcom obviously and directed the remake was by Yasuhiro Anpo and uh Kazunori Kadoi. Uh Zig, I want to talk about your Resident Evil fr- like franchise fandom yeah. and your relationship to this game in particular. So like I'm, uh, I think we're around right around the same age. Like my first Resident Evil was Resident Evil One Director's Cut for PlayStation One. I didn't finish yes. it, but like I played it, and like it sounds so crazy now, but like back then it was the scariest fucking thing on the planet. Like the dogs bursting through the windows, and like the first time you see the zombie like turn its head around is terrifying. But the first Resident Evil game I actually completed was Resident Evil Three Nemesis. Like mm. I had that for the PS One. I played it through. I loved it. I beat it multiple times. I did even like they had like they had like mercenary mini games, or whatever. I did that, and then I did Veronica Code Veronica for the Dreamcast, and then sort of I took a break for a while, and then I, when Resident Evil Four the original came out in like two thousand and five or something like that. Yes, I remember everyone was like, "This is a complete break from format. No more tank controls. It's like a proper third per, third person action action game." And like everyone's like, "We don't know if it's going to work or not," but like playing it was like. Some of the most fun I've ever had playing a game. It's one of the was one of those few games I remember going back and beating multiple times because they had so many like fun sort of like loopholes in the game that you don't know unless you like beat it, like rescuing like the dog at the beginning of the game or like they. If you've played the game, you've noticed that like the merchant just sells an RPG. Yes, but if you buy the RPG, it one shots literally any boss. So like I remember buying it for the first time, like keep it in my back pocket and like you fight the last boss, you can just like shoot him once and like in the game with like one shot. <laughs> right. I love all that sort of like fun goofiness, like gameplay that like, they put into the game, like video games. So like I've been a big fan ever since then. And then I sort of dropped off because um, I think Resident Evil like five and six were sort of in the same vein, but I remember, I don't think they like landed as, as well as yeah. Resident Evil four. And then, the Resident Evil 7 and, like, the sort of first-person ones were, like, they seemed more scary, more, like, more horror-focused, and I was looking really craving, like, that specific Resident Evil 4 type of, like, action. They got a nice balance between the action, there was horror elements into it, and also they got rid of, like, the umbrella of it all for, like, a bit, which, like, I enjoyed that idea of, like, the cosmic horror element, like, these creatures from the from the depths coming up and doing, like, the thing. Right. Um. So, like, getting asked to play this, uh, it was the first Resident Evil I've seen in a while where, like, I actively, like, I think it came out right before I left of Japan. I put it in my queue on um, the PS5, and when I came back, I started playing it immediately. Like I, I, I love this game so so much that it makes me want to go back and replay the Resident Evil Two and Three um, remakes that they they just did. Uh, you and I I'm, uh, have like a very similar relationship to this franchise, which mm-hmm. is that I took a long break. Yeah. Wait, I, I, remind, did you play Seven and Eight? Did you play Village? And no, the last one I played was. Yeah, so I'm basically in the exact same scenario, and, and and Matt, I want you to weigh in as well. But like, I like 
Resident Evil along with Final Fantasy VII, yes. seeing those at a friend's house were, yeah. were what motivated me to, to get a PlayStation Same. 1, yeah, my yeah. first non-Nintendo console. And I, you know, uh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, mm-hmm. uh, Resident Evil 3 were all like like games I played and, mm-hmm. and really loved on, on PlayStation 1, uh, although I was kind of fatigued by that point. Resident yeah, Evil yeah. Code Veronica, I was very hyped for, for the yeah. Dreamcast. And then Resident Evil 4 was like, yeah, this is really my last point. Of, of, for me, the GameCube version was really like my last... Uh, uh, your real anchor point for the franchise five mm-hmm. and six similarly uh, checked out of and then I'd, I'd heard such great things about seven and eight and never got around to them yeah. same thing with the remakes everyone says the Resident Evil 2 remake that came out is like the, the peak yeah. of the franchise and yeah. I still haven't played any of them uh, but playing this has been like Man, I I love Resident Evil I need to get back into these games yeah I'm yeah. back on being a horror head you yeah know? <laughs> yeah I, I my experience I've only played Resident Evil 4 that's the only Resident Evil game that on I've the played. GameCube no, I had I got it on PlayStation Two. Oh, and, that's right, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. and I was reading about this. Obviously, it was it was released on GameCube, but then Capcom figured out that it's not they, it wasn't under an exclusivity thing. They're like, oh, we'll just yeah. put it on everything then. And yeah. then it's literally on everything. You, yeah. I've I've purchased it multiple times. Mm-hmm. I have it on um, Switch. Uh, and I have the VR version, which I tried for a little bit and simply could not. I will never do that. It was fucked. It, it's, it's it's fucked. Um, and also like it looks bad because it's like the you know original. Yeah. If it looked like this, it maybe you would be a little more uh, palatable. Also, it seems like the game was it just was not built for VR. I feel like you could you could um, cheese that game so hard. Oh yeah, in mm. VR. Yeah. Well, I I actually don't know because I could I I can't. Oh yeah. I can't I can't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once you see the chainsaw guy in yeah, the yeah, beginning, yeah. you're like, I'm done with this. Yeah. But I so I have not played any other Resident Evils ever. I beat the original. I beat or uh, you know Resident Evil Four mm-hmm. on PlayStation Two, and I. I, I was never a scary games guy. You know, it's well mm. documented that I'm a coward. Yeah. Uh, I speak, <laughs> of it, speak of it often. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I think because when it came out in 2005, I would have been, uh, you know, 14 going on 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was when I was in my uh, like electronic gaming monthly. Yeah, same. Yeah. T- like uh, like bag and uh, yeah. like my G4, like watching like X Play and like Attack mm-hmm. of the Show, yeah. like stuff. And then everybody was like Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil yeah. 4, yeah. Resident yeah. Evil yeah. 4. So it was just like a. It was unlike, not unlike Elden Ring. It was sort of like a phenomenon where I was like, mm-hmm. I should play this game that everybody's talking about, and I fell in love with it. It was hard, but it was very scary. It was yeah. very scary for me. I had never played a horror game before, mm-hmm. and now that I've played other ones, like Silent Hill Two, like we did on the show, and mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. been a couple other ones that I've just played like for fun, like they're even like just like The Last of Us, the Resident Evil Four. Obviously, I'm not saying anything new here. It's just an all-time classic. Like yeah. it's just like it's as close to a perfect video game as you can get. It's 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 unbelievable. It's it, such a fucking video game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But as you were saying, it reminded me of what I enjoyed so much about the Metal Gear series, which is like, yes, or, there's a is a such a fine, perfect balance between grounded drama. This is a fuck. You're a fucking sneaking into Shadow Moses, baby. And also, there are going to be some monkeys there, and there's a guy that has chronic crippling diarrhea. Like, yeah. It's such a balance yeah. between serious and stupid and like fun gameplay, and it strikes a balance perfectly. Like the first time you see the chainsaw guy, it fucking terrifies you. The first time, like a little Las Plagas fucking sickle thing pops out of a guy's head, it's yes. terrifying. But then, like, you're like driving a jet ski and then like fucking suplexing old Spanish women. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's such yeah. a crazy video game. Yeah. I, th- it's one of those things where, uh, to your point about like the kind of like this, the the atmosphere of it and just kind of the lunacy of what's happening is it's like 
And video games are so interesting because if it, if it didn't have the gameplay element, yeah, like if it, if, it, if you were just like watching like a bunch of the cutscenes like strung together in a way that mm-hmm. made narrative sense, you'd be like, "What is this? Yeah, this yeah. is nonsense." Or there's or, a fish key you gotta find. Yeah, exactly. A cube. Yeah. And also like some so much of the dialogue is so corny. I know they yeah. revised some of it, and it, it's it's like just like feels like a B movie versus if yeah, you take yes, all this, yes. the cinematics of like The Last of Us and yeah, you string yeah. those together, it's like it feels like what it turned into, which is prestige TV. Yeah. yeah. But it but like but you add the gameplay to this and the gameplay is so fucking good that this is just like it, this is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece yeah i i just because <laughs> like you'll you'll like there's like a cart like a mine cart racing section where like yes. you're like have to go we're going off the rails you gotta tilt left and like you're shooting like for some reason they send out i don't know why but they send out the chainsaw guy even yes. he can't physically reach you next to like a mine cart like it turned into full looting tunes and then it goes into like you're like knife fighting an ex-commando guy that taught you like it they hit so many random beats that should not make any cohesive sense, but they all land perfectly within the game. That that minecart uh, section, which they've revised a little bit, and then yeah. like Luis is with you, who wasn't with you in the original mm-hmm. game for that part, and like they've expanded it. It's it's so manic, it's so yeah. frantic. It's like not really all that challenging, so you just kind of get to enjoy the spectacle of it, which was a thing that Gretchen and Clank Future did really well. Yes, just like yeah. having these segments where it's just you're just flying through something, yeah. and there's just a barrage of of mm-hmm. stuff coming at you. I don't know. It was like it, it. It just it made me. I mean, it's 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 an obvious comparison, but it made me think of like the sheer joy of like those Donkey Kong Country, yeah, mine, yeah, yeah, yeah. like minecart levels, and it's just like, oh man, this is just so fun. I'm just having like the time of my life. It's, I mean, like imagine that section in The Last of Us. You'd yeah. be like, this is dog <laughs> What's shit. going on? Yeah. This fucking suck. Ellie. <laughs> yeah. No time for comic books, Ellie. We got to get on this minecart. Like, we're going we're gonna to tip over, Ellie. It'd be so shitty in a different game, but because it's in this game that's crazy, yeah. it rocks. Does that guy with a pig mask have a crossbow? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Well, and there's so many, and there's like, there's so many things in this game too that like, obviously it's a horror game. It's yeah. a horror franchise. Yeah. There's like scary shit in it. But on the flip side of that, there's stuff in it that's so fucking funny. It's so funny. <laughs> well, okay, so you talked about the dog earlier. You rescue a dog, yeah. and then he goes and he helps you in a boss fight. But yeah. there's a line that he has, that Leon has, which has been has been memed a bunch, but he's just like, like, hey, it's that dog. <laughs> yeah. it's like, Wait, he recognizes a dog he met. <laughs> yeah. And but, also, but also the dog is like, I better help this guy. Yeah. But also that delivery and that like perilous of a, like, he's got this like gigantic, like, you know, 40 foot tall monster attacking him yeah. with, a gi- with a gigantic hammer. And then a dog shows up. He's like, mm, how about that? I know this one. <laughs> Uh, this game, so so a little bit of the history of the original RE4, uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but, you know, it, it was, it had a six-year development cycle. They started uh, developing it in 1999, apparently. Uh, huge changes to the franchise with the over-the-shoulder camera, the camera relative character control, and uh, uh, Hideki Kamiya, who was the original director of Resident Evil 4, he left the project, uh, went on to make Devil May Cry, and a bunch of other stuff. So it cycles through a couple of other directors and then goes back to Shinji Mikami, who directed the original Resident Evil and then also the Resident Evil 1 remake that was on GameCube. Uh, and he reworks, like he basically has all the 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 uh, the gameplay innovations that make this game what it is. Yeah. Which to me, I'm always like, I j- I'm just kind of amazed that it worked out that way. Because mm. you think about like, okay, we're going to go back to the original director who created this series yeah. and like just put it in his hands. And then for him to have like kind of like the 
the vision to be like what we had before isn't working in today's yeah. you know uh, uh, video game industry and so i'm just going to like like figure out some new things it plays completely different controls completely different from the first uh, few resident evils mm -hmm. but it's like it's just so good that the fans like all connected with it and I think this uh, the the changes they've made from the original for this remake are really good. Uh, you know, the only one I don't love is auto sorting your case because I think mm. there's such like a like a like a, a game element in this of like the game within the game of like trying to figure out how to micromanage your inventory, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I really like. They did that in in Diablo as well. Like they they made like just sort of like a, a, a an auto sort, and it just like makes it a little less fun. I kind of mm. like that. And, but you can still like even in the auto sort, like if you're trying to buy something. It'll still auto sort to like where you don't have room, but like you can see how it could right. fit. Yeah. So you do have to like cheese it a little bit. Yeah. But like, I, I guess also so speaking of the changes, I hadn't played the original in so long. Yes. This was basically a completely new game to me. Like I yeah, yeah, yeah. like forgot so yeah. much of it. And like I remembered some of the the like I remembered like Ramon and and, yeah. and things like that. Ramon's so funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and I remembered like. I guess I there's I, I I didn't remember there being bugs. Yeah, me either. I'm bugs like, was like new to me, but I, I'm sure they're there. There were there were so there were bugs, but like the the bugs crawling into you know the villagers and like taking yeah. over them. That yeah. that's a new element, and they were also represented a different way. I think they were just like invisible. Okay, as, instead yeah. of like you know kind of camouflaging into the environment. Yeah, uh, but I I mean I. I one of my favorite additions was the uh, like the weapon wheel. I love a good weapon wheel. Oh, sure. Yeah, like yeah, just being yeah. able to like quick select something is, yeah. and it's also so satisfying. The one thing that I I was saying this on, I might have said it on Discord. I wish when you are picking up elements for crafting, mm -hmm. you know how like in The Last of Us, it makes that like ch -ch -ch, like yeah, sound sure. like you have enough stuff to craft something. Yeah. I wish there was an indication mm. like, or, or something like that because I'd be picking stuff up. I'm like, oh, surely I have enough gunpowder. It's like, oh, no, I don't have uh, resources small. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't have that. Yeah, my, my I mean, it's such a, a dumb nitpick, you know, but my was like, well, large, that can be broken down into small, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I can surely make... <laughs> I can make double with large, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it, it is, I think it's just such a video game-ass thing to be like, uh, like, there are large and small resources. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need some small resources. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, I mean, I... I got this at launch, and mm -hmm. I think I rolled credits on it last night. I I'm I'm on chapter fourteen. You're on right chapter now. fourteen. Where are you? I'm at chapter. Th I just started thirteen. Okay, so okay. we're we're pretty far. We're towards the end game. Yeah, it's there's like sixteen like total. I, 16 I chapters. just yeah. got the um the infrared scope. Okay. Oh, that fucking scope. Yeah. Great scope. The yeah. great. I I kind of with my weapons, I kind of kept it pretty basic. Um. Mm. There was opportunities to upgrade to a different rifle or like an automatic rifle yeah. that I just simply would not change my uh, like single shot the, the, rifle. Got, uh, so I um so I I'm a big explorer. Like I always like to go down. Like mm -hmm. I just like look ring look around things. So like I've somehow apparently there's just like a, a AR-15 that you just get in the game. Oh yeah. So yeah. I got the AR-15 and I have like they're like semi sitting semi automatic rifle. So my my loadout is like I have the top like the upper direction was like rifles. So I got I keep that thing on me. I got the AR fifteen. <laughs> doesn't stand for doesn't stand for armor light. Then I have uh I think it's called like the Killer Seven, which is just like yes. it's like the fucking Cobra gun. Yeah, from, yeah. <laughs> and then like my I did the DLC, so I have um I, I whatever the pistol is that has like a sort of extended clip. I got that. And okay. Then I keep that. I got the uh the Street Sweeper like 
automatic shotgun. Nice. And I keep those grenades on me at all times. <laughs> yeah, the I, I, the gun I the pistol I primarily use I think is the Red Fifteen, uh, the Red Nine, Red Nine. Yeah, Red Nine. That was like Rook, the the one that um. It sort of has it has a stronger like aim assist. Like it sort yeah. of like will lock on uh like to a target if you're if you're well you, you can get right, you can yeah. get an upgraded like shoulder mount that oh, makes yeah, the yeah. aiming a little bit better. But it has a pretty you know it's it's uh it's just so powerful it just packs yeah. so much of a punch and and then and it's also just like you know the fun of this game is you have these encounters some of them maybe go uh, on a little too long but mm-hmm. generally just fighting like a regular enemy is just so satisfying in this yeah. game yeah uh, you know one of them the someone's sort of creeping up towards you uh with a pitchfork and then you shoot him in the knees a couple of time and then you sprint up to him and like you know, knock him to the ground and then stab him with a knife or, or fucking hit him with a suplex. <laughs> you want to so talk satisfying. about perfect gameplay loop? Yeah. It's like whenever, like, I don't think they had stealth in the original, right? That was no, new. they did. The stealth kills were, was a new addition, yeah, which so I kind of like. I, yeah, I've enjoyed that, but this is the, one of the few games where, like, I have the option for stealth that I usually go loud. Where, like, <laughs> when, like, right. there was this one section where you're, like, you're going up, like, a clock tower, and, like, there was this, like, old lady running at me with a pitchfork and like if you pull a lever it'll just drop like a looney tunes spike ball so like i ducked around her and like just dropped the spike ball and like watched them all get crushed yeah but there's this thing they do where like they're running downhill and they have like you know some physics going so if you just kneecap them they'll just tumble down the stairs and like that has brought me such joy yeah. in that video game like shooting old ladies in the leg as they like tumble <laughs> down the stairs or like Watching like guys climb up a ladder slowly and then like shooting them in the shoulder and watching them fall down and like hit three other guys below yeah. them. Like that's like the perfect gameplay loop for me. Yeah. Once I figured out like early early on when I started, once I like figured out that you can just knock them down by shooting them in the leg, I was just doing that to every single person. <laughs> it's really fun and and it's great that that is that it's not just like because so many games with guns, it's just like headshots are all that matter. Yeah. yeah Everything yeah. else is a waste of ammo. And here there there's just like. You know, you could shoot someone. Someone's got like a, a you know, like a burning torch they're going to throw yeah. at you. You can shoot it out of their hand and it lights them on fire. Yeah, that's yeah. super satisfying. So funny. Yeah, and, or like a stick of dynamite that yeah, you could shoot yeah, and yeah, blow exactly. them up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's And also just, just shooting someone in the head has its own satisfaction because that usually staggers someone and then you can hit them with a roundhouse kick. <laughs> and which is other so people absurd. that are next to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can parry. The pairing is a new, is a is another new element, and it's like and, and that I think is really fun. I wish the knife didn't break. I find yeah. that a little bit annoying, but yeah. well, I, I understand why they did it just as a cash sink. But it's it, I think all the knife revisions are really fun, and and the one thing I'd heard is that like yeah, upgrade your knife all the way. Yeah, uh, first thing, and I I did that, and I found it so satisfying. Yeah, the, the pairing I, I think is great, especially a guy's coming out with you a chainsaw, and then you parry it, and it, yeah. and it's one of those like you must hit that parry or else you'll get a death animation. Yeah, yeah. it's so satisfying to have like Leon like you know just just holding his knife and holding back the yeah. whirring blade of a chainsaw. So what? I don't know if you guys, what level difficulty you guys played on. I had I to play the default. Yeah. I had to play it on the easiest one because I just like could not fathom um, being like overwhelmed by oh, yeah. enemies or anything. This is a, one of the few games where I do feel like, man, there's a lot, they keep coming. Like how many more yeah. of their colleagues have to see me merc for them to keep sending bodies at me? Because there are <laughs> so many ways. There was yeah. a certain point where like, you know, I was like, someone threw an, an axe, I parried it. I do like a pitchfork came out of nowhere. I parried that and like fucking suplex him into his best friend. <laughs> and then like out of nowhere, like these like blind guys with like fucking Wolverine claws, like yes. burst out of the wall and come at me. Like there are, this is one of the few games where like, I think it's a it's sort of strike the perfect balance between like, there are too many fucking guys. I have just enough ammo to get through this. And this is like normal difficulty. So yeah. like doing this on like professional, whatever, like the higher up is like, yeah. it seems so unfun for me at this particular point in life in my life had you guys encountered um i think the scariest uh 
enemies in the in the game, the regenerators. Oh yeah, yeah, those yeah, guys yeah. Are, yeah. I just got to them. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I fucking hate. They become manageable at a certain point when mm-hmm. you get this. Um, you get a a scope. Yeah. A, a thermal scope. Yeah. Uh, and then the, a sh- thermal scope, so you can you can see their beating hearts inside of them, yeah. and yeah. then destroy those one by one because they have three hearts, and sometimes one of those will migrate up to their head. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and they become yeah I, they become iron maidens when they uh, mm-hmm. um, when they uh, get the one in their head. Um, but those guys are so scary because it, before you have that, you can't kill them. Yeah. And if you try to shoot them, you shoot them in the legs to try to run away from them. They just slither around on the ground. It's so nasty. You can, you can, I believe, dismember them. Yes. Like, I think I did that. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I, I knocked up. And you can also can parry some of their attacks, which is really satisfying because, mm-hmm. you know, you could uh, you, you use the knife to hit one of their wailing limbs. But it's just like... Yeah, that, that there's no way to kill them unless you take out each of their individual hearts. You can't even use explosives. Yeah, which it I don't know. I like it. I like how tense that is. I also is like something you were just talking about. Like I love scarcity as a yeah. mechanic. Like mm-hmm. I love that you just don't have enough ammo all the time. Mm-hmm. There was a point in one encounter where I just basically ran out of almost everything, and it was like I just had my knife. Yeah. and like a few throwables, and it was just like it was tense and scary, and I prevailed, and it was just like this is so fucking fun, and yeah. I kind of wish there were more. I, I do because I like Matt. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a coward, and I don't love uh, like horror games, which is partly why I went away from the Resident Evil franchise. But I love not having enough shit. You know what I mean? And so, like, I wish there were more games like this. Uh, honestly, I'll take a recommendation from a listener if anyone has an, an idea for a game that has this feeling of just like you don't have enough resources, but it doesn't have the horror element. This is one of the few games that I played where. I feel like I actually have a use for flashbang grenades. Yeah. Yes. Like there was a oh, they're sec- so good. Yeah. There was a section where I had like five bullets left in my handgun yeah. and then like two flashbang grenades. So like I threw the grenade and like it stuns everyone and then you can just like fucking stab them in the head and take them all out. But like this was one of the few games where like that was fun. Where like, oh, I have like the only have my knife. Like you can you feel like you can get through things with that. Yeah. And, like, I, 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 I think this is I think that if you beat the game, you get on a certain level, where you get like infinite ammo. So uh, I give a cheat for infinite ammo. So yeah. like this is one of those games where like I want to beat it through like this and then go back and play it with that sort of cheating involved and then just like spray through everyone. I wanted to roll. I, I rolled credits and I wanted to start a new game immediately when I was done. Yes. Yeah. This game is like so. And I know that they're going to be adding DLC. I didn't get to mess around with um, the mercenaries mode uh, much, but I know that like you can unlock like the best game or the best gun in the game by doing that before you start the game, which I think is pretty cool. Um, And I think that they're going to add, because in the PlayStation 2 version, there's a section that you can play as Ada Wong. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they're going to add that to this this package at some point. Um, But I just, with this, it's like it hasn't left my PS5 yet. I don't know if it will. It's, 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 It's so great. I got past a point where it w- was still scary to me. Like I like cuz obviously I finished it. It becomes not scary once you get further along and you just have more weapons, yeah, right? Yeah. Um Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk about. We got to talk about Ashley. <laughs> yes. Leon. Because yeah, in the original, Ashley is sort of like uh is is a meme now. People yeah. sort of she was like the 
the um like the uh what do you call it damsel in distress the damsel yeah. in distress the, 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 the s you know the the people found her annoying the even. birth of the escort mission kind of right yeah. where it's yeah. like yeah and 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 honestly like the escort feeling the escort part of that mission feeling like all encompassing it's like yeah. i have to micromanage her health i have to be really be conscious of what she's doing at all times she gets in my way here it's kind of been simplified a little bit yes mm-hmm. she can uh, still get in still peril. kind of annoying yeah. when like she gets captured she's like help me and then like you accidentally shoot her because like like the amount of most of her deaths have been because I've had the submachine gun and she's been carried off and I accidentally hit her, right? Or like she's been dropped and like I guess it penetrates through the guy into her. That it was like it was just frustrating enough to be like, you just get Ellie. At least Ellie got out of the way of Joel and vice versa. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I think that, that that is the thing of like I wonder if there was whatever. I'm I'm not gonna backseat. Uh, you know, drive this development cycle, but yeah, I yeah. do wonder if there was a version. Which you famously of, love to do. Well, I love yeah. to do. I love yeah. to tell developers uh, who are much more talented than yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To, to crunch more. Yeah. Um. Uh, but like, <laughs> but I, I, I like. The, I wonder if there was a version where, yeah, she was a little bit less helpless. Mm-hmm. She maybe you remove the incapacitation thing altogether and yeah. just you know. I, I don't know. It is kind of uh, you can't hide her in lockers in limited that, situations, which is very. There fun. is one section when the first time you fight like the two chainsaw sisters, yeah. and like I, I I fought them once. I I don't think I got killed, but she got actually got killed. And then I realized that you can just like stick her in the locker upstairs where no one can touch her. And then like you make short work of it. But like I love again, I love those type of cheesy things that they leave in games where you know gamers are going to abuse absolutely one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the section where you get to play as her. Yeah, I don't remember I that. I don't remember if that's in the original. It, game. it is, and they 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 reworked it a little bit. The lantern is uh, it is different, and then the um the 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 knights the mm-hmm. way like the like those are like a, a there's like a different enemy in there. So yeah. like it's a little bit more active. It's a it's yeah. I think that's that's a pretty fun little because like sections like that break, where you yeah. play as like the not playable character yeah. or like the the non uh, combat character like yeah. in. Like in the Spider-Man game, when you play as Mary Jane, I'm always like, well, this is like a slowdown. Yeah. It's like a, right. this is a stealth mission. Yeah. But I love that lantern. Yeah. The lantern's fun. fun. Good lantern. I yeah. wish I had the lantern in, I wish Leon could have the lantern. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, um, I, I, I mentioned this before we started recording, but like speaking of memes, like the, have you guys seen the, um, the Ashley My- Mice memes? I have not seen this. Was someone just, uh, they just started to draw Ashley has like a mouse. <laughs> so it's a lot of her like asking Leon for special cheeses. And like I couldn't get that out of my mind. There's one section in particular where um she's like on a ledge and she'll just keep saying Leon until you answer her. And like I kept picturing that, but she has like a little mouse head and like a little cheese next to her. And I could not get that out of my That's mind. That's cute. This one right here, I'll hold it up uh so uh Nick can see it. It says I crave cheese, Leon. And then the merchant says, I got some rare cheese on sale, stranger. Adorable. <laughs> says, Help me, Leon. It's like, it's, it's, it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> but it's very it truly, funny. Like, it truly is like the encapsulation is like, if you showed this to like a Victorian child, they would die. Because they, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, they have no idea how to process this. The meme I the the meme I saw that they got recirculated a lot when the, uh, uh, recirculated a lot when the game, Launched is just a Leon S. Kennedy talking to Biden yeah. about his daughter. <laughs> That's the other thing that like is so it's such a funny plot yeah. for this game is that like uh, Leon um, 
in the aftermath of the incident at, at Raccoon City, yeah. <laughs> is now like a special forces operative yeah. working for the president to get his daughter back. Oh, he yeah. was famously like it was like literally his first day on the job at yeah. the Raccoon <laughs> Police Department. He had the worst day, first day possible. Did <laughs> so a bad job. <laughs> is now hired by the president yeah. to get his daughter. <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah, I, I think the Ashley reworks are pretty good. You know, I I think the I hate that you can't look up her skirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Why'd they change that? This uh, the only uh, uh, it's not just La Plaga, it's the woke mind yeah. virus too. Go woke, go broke. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I I also like this is the thing, and this is just a Resident Evil convention, and I don't know if it's in the more modern ones, but I love the dumb little puzzles, and I say that with with so much affection. Like yeah, but like it's just it's just dumb to have a little like you know pictograph you have to put in the right order yeah. in the middle of a church to unlock a door. None it doesn't of them make are any hard. Sense. Like yeah. none of them are hard. They're all like very straightforward, but they're so fun. There's a there's a puzzle that you have to do to progress to get through a door. That's just like lining up dots, and I was like, this is so fucking stupid. My, right. My favorite but one of those is, is um. You have to like get like a serpent's head to put on a statue, but like to get to the serpent's head, you have to like go to a dining hall and like look at a portrait and then match that portrait for you and for Ashley, and then like ring the bell at the same time. And like my thought process was like, what medieval like security guy was like? <laughs> All right, I got an idea. We're going to get two portraits, love. Yeah. Put them on the wall and match them to get through the secret <laughs> Griffin head or whatever. Uh oh, I was texting you about this too, Zig, because like the the villagers. In this game, obviously they speak Spanish and they have a, yeah. uh, a sort of a rotating uh, list of like phrases that they say. Glorious alas plagas, donde estas? You can. I, I, I guess I, I, have, I speak very limited Spanish, mm-hmm. so like stuff like that I get. But yeah. I hadn't, I didn't know what uh, forestero was, and then it was yelling like forestero, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I looked it up, and it's just stranger. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, if I was somewhere and they were just yelling stranger at me, I'd kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not going to end well for me. Yeah, I was taking this. I was, I was using this game as an excuse because I think it came out right when I was about to graduate um, high school. I'm like, mom, dad, this is totally educational. They speak Spanish. I'm taking Spanish. Like, please, <laughs> I got this. But like, but they say like maybe five or six phrases that they look like they just looked up like intro to Spanish. Yeah. Donde esta? Yeah. Muerto. Yeah. Muerto. <laughs> Glorious a las plagas. <laughs> it's um, I, I will say this game ages so much better yeah. because it's set in Spain and not yeah. like South America. Yeah. It would feel yeah. a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. The one where you're like go to Africa and yes, shoot. Yeah. I, I remember like, yeah, that game's that, that's not getting a remake. Like, no. It's going to be hard to like justify that one. <laughs> yeah. Also like that one was like PS3, right? Like, yeah. It would make sense for them to like remake PS3 games because it's like it doesn't you can't play it on anything, but yeah. it's also like so recent. Like they're not gonna they're gonna get to a point where they're not gonna have any more games to remake. You I, know what I mean? I wonder because they've already remade Resident Evil twice, like the original Resident yeah. Evil One. They remade it twice. Oh, that's right. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, like they they obviously I thought they were gonna stop at three. I thought they were gonna stop the PlayStation ones, but then they were like, oh, let's remake four. Which I I also was like, I feel like you can just kind of play the HD version, you know, mm-hmm. on Steam, and it kind it it kind of holds up. But I'm really glad they did this remake. I would not be surprised if they remade the entire series and then just started. Again. I wouldn't mind if they like just made up uh, a new sequel to Resident Evil Four with Leon, like just like yeah, expand yeah, yeah. on mm. his story a little bit. Like I know he probably comes back in later ones, but I just love, I love Leon. I love Leon <laughs> so great. much. He's yeah. like he's like Denji from Chainsaw Man level dumb. He's yeah, just, yeah, 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 he's yeah. a fucking idiot. That's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> 
you're that dog. Like, I, it's, so, it's so good. Hey, it's that dog. Yeah. I remember there's one he had last night when he gets like the second boat. He's like, great. I ain't got. I don't have to swim. Uh, there's a the, yeah. There's what. <laughs> I, th- I think that the, with Ramon, when he's uh, talking, he, like he's taunting you at a certain point, yeah. and then he, he, like Leona has a retort that's just like, tell someone who gives a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Flips him in the back of the head like yeah. a little nerd. Yeah. I, if they do, I mean, I, I could call it, if they just, I just want to see a remake of Code Veronica. Like, mm, that's yeah. the last one that I actually need to see because I love that game so much, but like, it was that was the one that was most painfully obvious that it was like the tank controls were sort of inhibiting it because yes, it turns right. into like sort of an action straight up action game in like the second or third act of, of that game. And I would really like to see like this given the the the, the remake treatment. I have a feeling that's coming because I feel like this is uh, this is going to be a or maybe already has in terms of sales. I haven't looked is a, a big success for them. I would think it would have to be. It's just such a beloved game and it's such a, a lovingly done remake. And mm-hmm. I'll also say that. I, I there there is part of me that like I like that they reworked a lot of this game and yeah. you know they 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 got rid of some of like certainly the QTEs being gone is is yeah. a great you know modern uh, concession to 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 modern gaming uh, I like there are parts of me where it's like hmm do I like this approach or do I like the Metroid Prime remastered approach which is mm-hmm. what we covered last. Uh, month Matt, which is basically like that's just the same game, yeah. um, but just with you know modern controls. Yeah, but it doesn't have a lot of the quality of life stuff that you know this game does. Like it, like there are, there are no auto saves, there are no checkpoints. It's all manual. Yeah, and, and, I, and it took and me a while to get remaster. over that because like you know we're so used to like the typewriter or ribbon system. Yeah, but then I was like, oh, wait, I'm not actually have to say because the no. game auto saves. Yeah, it's just I, a holdover from from the olden. Do you still use the typewriter though? But I can't. I can't stop myself from using the typewriter. Yeah, I I, I'm so ingrained that like I have to save, even though I've never once paid a price for not using a typewriter. Right. Using the auto. Save. I was doing. I was saving every time. Like, and I, I, I hardly. There's things in the game that I didn't do. Like, I, 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 too late decided to start doing a lot of the side quests. Mm-hmm. Like, I when I finished, I. Um, completed the game with a B, and I did a lot of the stuff. Like yeah, I got yeah. a lot of the extra stuff. Um, there's these little statues that you can shoot in the game that are little tiny, like Ramon Salazar's. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I started shooting too late. I, I got I like my 14 of the like the 19 of them yeah. or whatever. I found my first one last night in Chapter 12. I was like, <laughs> this is like one of like 20 or whatever. It's like, yeah, how, I didn't even know these things existed in this game. Yeah, I, and I would do all the like requests and like shoot the yeah. rats or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking hunting vipers like a. <laughs> I did so much. Like I was like I I I, I completed the game with 24 hours logged. Yeah. Um, and I it was still like. I could keep playing this. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I do. I, I did feel like I was sprinting through this a little bit just to try to get enough hours logged for this episode because mm-hmm. uh, I started playing it late. And I, I do wish I had more time with side missions, which I think are pretty fun. Yeah, like, I kind of yeah. like those little. Those I'm little fully going to replay this game. Yeah, I think well, me too. When I, when I beat it. Uh, it's yeah, because it, it's just such a blast. The, the only other thing I, I wanted to say, which was something that you referenced earlier, Zig, which was regarding the the flash uh, grenades, which yeah. are so valuable in this game. But it's just like it's such a cool thing how they insta kill the plagas yes. when the you know when yeah. the, yes when the plaga emerges from uh, you know from someone's head and. It, it like 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 insta killing them and then also staggering the other enemies there mm-hmm. it becomes so valuable and it's just such a satisfying thing to just take out one of these powerful enemies and then just be able to roundhouse kick everyone else who's still standing <laughs> the blast i i was thinking about when ashley becomes um like incapacitated and then they pick her up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like that like the that's like as far as their plan goes They're like okay i picked her up and slowly i'm going to just walk slowly away. walk yeah. away now this is it yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can just walk up behind him and murk him with your knife. Yeah, yeah. like, what are you doing, dude? Put her down. <laughs> Everything feels good. There's some great set pieces, great bosses. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know. It's just, it's like, it's, this is so much fun. It's just a fun game. It is a capital V video game. But it's like, such yes. a video game yeah. ass video game. And it and, and and to going back to something we said earlier, it like it never makes you like try to like like you have to like account for your crimes or feel bad about yeah, yourself yeah. or no. grapple with just like the fact that like wait, I have murdered a bunch of people. Yeah, like it's just sort of like. <laughs> And it's like it's cheesy. It's cheesy enough where it, it like rocks. Like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. yes, one hundred percent. It's such a delicate thing because like it could Leon could go the full Duke Nukem and be like a yeah. shithead that yeah, yeah. sucks. Yeah, but like Leon is like a shithead that like you love. Like he's like so funny and he says shit like like when he um. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> when, yeah, when they're leaving, he's like, "Where are they going?" Bingo. Um, <laughs> but like when he's when you're talking to um, Ramon and he's about to do his like villain monologue, he straight up is just like, "You talk too much. <laughs> fucking shoot, shoot him." him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what a really like, great? That's not clever. <laughs> I know. He's like, you know what a really great comp to this is? Is like, um, have you guys ever played the Earth Defense Force games? No. no. They're fantastic games. Like this is the highest. I mean, this is, it's obviously like a night and day situation, but like they're very cheap games, like both literally and like development wise, but like they're so much fun. It's like they drop you into like a sandbox and they have like aliens and giant robots and like the voice acting is terrible. The graphics aren't fantastic, but the gameplay is so fun that I think it would be a good compliment to this. Like um, this is obviously like a triple A version of that, but right. like if you've enjoyed the, 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 the sort of gameplay loop of um, Resident Evil 4, like the tone and the vibe. I highly recommend checking out any of the Earth Defense Force games. I think they're either cheap or you can stream them on like the PS5 store or whatever. Okay. Um, they're really, really fun games. And uh, it, it definitely uh, also capital V video game. Highly, yeah. highly recommend those games. Are these mecha games? I vaguely remember these. So you can like, you can pilot tanks, you can pilot helicopters, you can pilot mechs. Like it's truly like if you, it's like, hey, do you want to fight Godzilla or do you, you want to you play like an Evangelion type game right. where you can fighting giant monsters like this is definitely the game and they throw t- hundreds of hundreds of minutes on, on screen it's a really really fun series uh well hey whole bunch of thoughts we just shared about I, resident evil 4 remake i gotta Anything i gotta else? share one thing yeah, real go quick there's a because i rolled credits on this thing mm-hmm. and there's a song in the <clears throat> credits that's new to the game and it both sucks and rules <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny i have to play it right now it's called the bullet or the blade? <laughs> I'm not sure when it kicks in. Loving this so far. Yeah. I remember those lost in the dark. The bullet or the blade <laughs> that kept us. Yes. Far. But I've been moving on Can't be still for long Cause it's the only way Unironically yeah. rolls this Yeah, 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 yeah. Speedboat in the water Camera pulling out slowly yeah. Getting smaller and smaller You just right. saved the president's daughter yeah. From an island that blew up yeah. The bullet and the blade Sounds like the name of like a gastro pub Gastro pub <laughs> Serves like a $21 slider yeah. I, when this started playing, 
when I finished last night, my jaw dropped. Yeah, that's great. It's somehow the craziest thing in a game that's insane. <laughs> Reminds me of the the final track for uh, the Symphony of the Night. The credits is oh, just like yeah. so like epic and yeah. over the top. Uh, the, yeah. Any other thoughts on this game? Just an absolute all timer. Yeah. I'm glad they remade it. I'm mm-hmm. glad we did it for the show. Uh, it's uh, I just an excuse to play such a great yeah great game. I, I loved it. And I have no notes. It's one of the most fun video games experience I've had in a while. Yes. I think if you're looking for a game, maybe like you're, you're a younger person just getting into video games that really capture, like for me, like the highlight of like early aughts video gaming, Resident Evil 4 Remake is the one to go to. It's so much fun. It it, it checks every box. And also, as you just heard, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Yes. I think I think also, and, and, and just to address anyone who hasn't played this game before, uh, I geez, I think this is like even if you haven't played a Resident Evil, this is like yeah. a great just jumping on point because yeah. it's it's super fun. It feels you know looks and feels like a modern game, uh, absent a few quirks and you know like a lot of the things they've tweaked like that you can move when you shoot now is yeah. is like so yes. huge and makes it so much more playable. So definitely if you haven't if if you're new to this franchise or new to this particular game, I would one hundred percent recommend and, it. And I think for, this is coming from me, mm-hmm. a coward. <laughs> it, it, it's doable. You yeah. can it's not do that it. scary. It's, no. it's yeah. scary in it's the It's more action go. than horror. Yeah, it's 100% more action. Mm-hmm. It's scarier in the beginning because resources are scarce and you only have the one gun. But once you start getting like more like powerful weapons and like and throwables and stuff, it becomes they're your La Plaga. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> once they're like, here, you thought the one grenade was too good? Here's an even bigger grenade. Yeah, here's for a bigger throw. grenade. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, it's time for the you play part of our we play you play. It's your review crew, the Ryu crew. Hadouken. Can I just say something before yeah. we start? And this is like, obviously, it's great having you here, Sig. We're having a really good time. I miss Heather. Yeah, I feel like she would have shut that down so fast. <laughs> well, she does it. She does the. Oh. She does the Hadouken. <laughs> I just miss her. Yeah. I wish she's having a good time. Of course I miss Heather. We all miss Heather. She'll be back. I get it. It's like right here, but I get it. No, it's not like it's like I Uh, miss. Yeah, that sounds like a slight directly towards our guest. I I thought we just did fucking magic for the past 90 minutes, (laughs) but it's okay. I get it. Zig knows I fucking hate his guts. (laughs) (laughs) And this is pure gold, baby. I know it. Don't you know it? The li- by the way, the lighting in this game is so good. That's what. Yeah. That's what they, if you yes. look the side by side with the original, that's yeah. the ba- the main thing. The, the lighting is dungeon, like the yeah. the, the mine the mine section, like the water reflecting off the yeah. off the ground, or even when you first get to the military base, it's like raining outside. You can see like you actually can see the enemies by where the shadows are. Like all that stuff is fucking beautiful. The lighting in the original is so flat by comparison, <laughs> and just here it's just it's so it's so dynamic. Do you like the color brown and gray? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if I said this on the show or if I said it off um, off mic. Uh, I was playing it and I played some of it on stream. I think I did say this on on, on the show. Um, I was playing a lot with headphones on, like just like at night to like not disturb, uh, to not disturb my girlfriend. Yeah, and just hearing things before you could see it is so scary to me. Like just in yeah. any like type of like horror game, but I would often it would be uh, uh, I would be a uh, it would defeat the purpose of wearing the headphones because I would just be shouting where <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so scared I was like I don't see them where are they um but anyway here's uh here's some of our listeners thoughts from our discord discord.gg slash get played this one's from the randomist a hi, lo- randomist hi randomist along with re2 remake 
One of the few games that drew me in and kept me entertained enough to finish it within days of release. Mm. Planning a new game plus playthrough when I eventually have a night away from the get played battle bus. We got a ah. battle bus uh, um, person. Like a bing bus? What is that? Yeah, yeah. All of our listeners get together <laughs> in a bus and just <laughs> we, fuck around. We can't call it the bang bus because of copyright yeah. reasons, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah functionally the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, things have changed since the last time <laughs> we've done the show. That show's a lot hornier. Yeah, yeah there's do. a lot more fucking on here. When the opposite direction is Resident Evil 4 remake kind of dehorning yeah. the original version. Yeah, exactly. got hornier. Yeah, uh, there's the, cameras under our seats that you can see up. Uh, I will say... <laughs> I will say the the uh, this does ma- very much make me want to play the Resident Evil Two remake, which I've heard everyone yeah, rave same about. Here. I downloaded it on Steam Deck. Uh-huh. I'm it's it's so much scarier than the, this one. It seems like right. I did the demo because they give you like you have twenty minutes to just like play the game, and I was having fun, but not having fun playing the game. Yeah. I've seen Mr. X. I think it's what his name is. <laughs> I'm not. I can't fucking do that. Have you seen the mods <laughs> of that where they'll play DMX's X going to give it to you I've whenever he that. shows up? Yeah. I've seen <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, Th- that. Maybe would make me be able to do it, um, but yeah, too scary. Uh, but I can't. I do want to give it a try. This next one's from Zapman two thousand three. Hi, Zapman. Uh, zap, zap, zip, zap, zap. More like. Um, that's for all you improv heads out there. <laughs> we know there are a lot of you. Yeah, you're all in one hundred and one. Yeah. Uh, I'm loving playing RE4 Remake for the first time, but I find the number of complex puzzles so surprising. Mm. Who made this door that only opens when three heads are attached to a statue? <laughs> Who engineered and architected it? It is, an int- it is a funny thought, because like, you don't think about that when you're playing a video game, right? Yeah. But it's like, you expand that logic to all video games, right? Like, okay, who put this fucking floating block here for me? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, okay, so so like, uh, you know, The Last of Us, uh, uh, just as just a, a, a point of reference we've all played, and like as a very grounded version of mm-hmm. this game, like, like the puzzles will be like, hey, I have to take a ladder yeah. and then extend it across this gap to crawl across. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's like, like, or I have to, there's a generator that I have to find fuel for and restart. Mm-hmm. It all has some sort of basis in reality. Here that's completely abandoned. Yeah. But I think that's just, first off, that's just a convention of the series. And also I think that totally it makes sense. Like, again, a merchant just appears yeah. when you get through Hello, a, a certain- <laughs> Oh, yeah, also like- <laughs> Oh, we have barely talked about the merchant. That's right. Uh, my, my favorite part about the merchant has always been like, What's this? What's this like small two by two crack that I have to get through? And he has set up a typewriter. He has candles. He's like, yeah. And my, my, I, I told this before we started recording, but I love his asides. Like he'll just be like, they'll be like, you know, a beat of silence. He like, my back hurts, stranger. Supposed to just get noted, isn't it? Like, like, and he just fun has, gun rhymes with fun. Yeah, love money's better spent than dead, stranger. Yeah. He has, he has, movies like, are rubbish. I take it all. Yeah. <laughs> and he has his own, like, infinite pool of resources. So if you bring to him, like, a, a crown set with jewels to, yeah. like, give you, you know, like, a like a hundred thousand pesetas for it that you can use to trade in for a I also love that he's machine like, gun. Here's a dead snake. Yeah. All right, stranger, 5,000 yeah. pesetas for it. Yeah. It's competitive pricing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing where it's just like, because, because like, in the original, I, yeah, I think the shooting gallery was a little bit more like, okay, we're trying to make, have it make logical sense as yeah. to where it's here. And and in this one, it's just like there's just an elevator to an underground arena. <laughs> and there are pirates a there, pirates. <laughs> and it's his. And yeah, it's his. yeah. <laughs> Got him set up all over the country. So. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll set this up here. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, incredible. And obviously, you know the uh, Zig. I don't know if you noticed the Resident Evil Four merchant is a presence on our show. He's been on our show. Yes. Uh, I hate to give it up, and I know that he's not here to defend himself. The new performance is good. It's still good, yeah. It's really good. I was ready to be skeptical, but it's good. It's great. I love it. Um, I hope he doesn't hear that. 
and, and I'm you know. sure you won't. Why would he ever listen to this? <laughs> uh, this next one's from The Wub. Hi, The Wub. What's up, The Wub? Uh, I just want to say that Resident Evil 4 is one of only two games that I happily bought three different times. Once for PlayStation 2, once for the Wii, excellent controller for that game, and now on PC. The other game that I bought three times was SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity, we love it. I love it. That's yeah, great. that's that's the great thing about video games. We talked yeah. about this uh, when Elden Ring and Kirby had come out like pretty close together. Like, video games can be anything. Uh, Shinji Mikami himself, before he were he created Resident Evil or, or directed Resident Evil, he was working on licensed Disney games at Capcom. Mm. Wow! So like his he has credits on Who Framed Roger Rabbit for Game Boy oh, and then wow. Aladdin and Goof Troop for Super Nintendo. I, 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 I love a diverse portfolio, yeah, let, me, mm-hmm. let me just say. Um, this next one's from Jekyll777. As a person who went into credit card debt just to buy a GameCube just to play Resident Evil 4 when it first came out and has bought every iteration of it, mm. I do have to say this is how to properly remake a game. The overall story was true to the original, but there mm. were just enough changes to keep it fresh and feeling new. I also like that I no longer have to take drugs to not feel sick while playing Resident Evil 4 port on Oculus just to be able to move and shoot at the same time anymore. Mm. Yeah, that was yeah. the big stopping point for me. It wasn't that I was afraid yeah. to play the game. It was that it was legitimately making me sick. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. VR is uh, VR's rough stuff. That happened with Blair Witch, too. It's just like we all just got so motion sick trying to play it. In yeah, VR. like I remember I had to lay down flat for like an hour after I yeah. played a little bit of uh, Blair Witch. And I played it. I played a lot of that game. <laughs> Very unfortunate. Um, this next one's from Alex F. I, hi, Alex. Um, I have played both versions. I was really scared the whole time for both games. I appreciated that Ashley wasn't as, as difficult to manage in the remake. Mm. I also liked selling the keys. I also liked selling the keys I was done with. The merchant had good jokes like "gun rhymes with fun." I, did, oh, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, he just said, and, and the thing is, he says it a lot, yeah, yeah. and you don't hate it. Yeah. It never gets old. <laughs> He's, you know how like old guys will like go to like a grocery store or whatever, and like it won't scan, and it'll be like, I guess it's free. He's like yeah. that yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. and you're like, yeah. I love this. Yeah. Well, like in in like ninety nine percent of media, someone saying gun rhymes with fun, you'd be like, ah, oh, come here, fucking yeah. break. Yeah. And then in here, you're like, this rocks. <laughs> <laughs> if Duke Nukem said it, it would suck. It would suck. Yeah, yeah. it'd be horrible. Gun rhymes with fun. Baby. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I shot my dick off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can, can I just say real yes. quick, like like being able to sell the resources you're done with to the merchant for just like a like a little bit of extra income, like that is fun that is like a satisfying mm-hmm. way to like discard useless items. So I, I do think that's a good observation. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, there's like, I would even like accidentally like craft bolts and be like, well, I'm not really using the bolts. I'm just yeah. gonna sell this. Like I don't need this. Um and I'd buy guns and then be like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I would don't buy, need this. Yeah. Once I get to the point where like I know there's going to be an upgrade, like I would like, all right, I just need enough to like take out a guy in like two shots and right. then sell the the gun again. Well, also like, and you talked about some of the the machine guns earlier that they, they just like some of those just burn through ammo, so they're yeah. not as useful. I, the bolt thrower I mess around with a little bit. I thought it was pretty like it's fun to attach a mine. Like, yeah, yeah. mine good. Like that was pretty satisfying, but it it, it was just wasn't an, an, a weapon I gravitated towards. Yeah. But yeah, the, you have the flexibility to as a player to choose what you like. Yeah, that's the thing that I really responded to is like, oh, like if you just have like ones you prefer and you just max them out. You can just really do anything. Yeah. yeah and once you get to the attachment, you're like, you craft like 15% more ammo. Like, then it becomes like, all right, I can see a world in which the machine gun is yes, viable. Sure. Absolutely. And they, gave, they were even like, I was reading a guide and they were like, attach the bio scope 
to this machine gun that you found. I was like, well, why would I do that? Yeah. I hate the machine gun. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to switch back and forth between scopes on this one rifle that I like <laughs> and get a precision shot on these fucking viruses in, their, in the, in the uh, regenerator's hearts. I'm not trying to spray them. Yeah. I'm trying to take them down quick. Yeah. Uh, and I had the like reload like and uh, like rate of fire like mm-hmm. maxed out on that oh, rifle. Yeah, so yeah. that rifle was everything to me. <laughs> I was like the freaking rifle man. Yeah. Uh, this last one is from Chemiconical. I think that's how you say that. Chemiconical. Chemiconical. What's up, Chemiconical? How do you feel about them making the tone noticeably less campy and a bit more self-serious for the remake? I really enjoyed the level of camp in Resident Evil Village, and it feels like they tried to bring the remake up to that level from where the original was back in 2005. I don't think... This game is not campy. It doesn't yeah. feel less campy. I mean, like it feels campy to the degree that I remember it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, which I think is like the you know, I, I think if they just directly just took the script and 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 just reenacted it, I feel like it would feel a little bit dated and mm-hmm. like you know, again, like kind of sexist at parts. So yes. I think they made they made the right call with some of these revisions. Yeah, and like I think making like even like the the couple of the character design things, like making like Ramon like not a kid uh, or like whatever. It was like, I don't know. That stuff was good. They they desexualized Ada Wong a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Or give her a little bit more modest of of an outfit. I didn't see anybody mad about that. Yeah. Or say anything (laughs) weird. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Cause I, uh, I was, I I had seen a little bit of that before. Then I played the games. Like this is, this this makes all sense to me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I got no notes. I, I think, I mean, we've, Giving this game like so much praise, yeah. it's it's quite simply one of the best video games I've ever played. <laughs> A damn hoot! And that was that was the Ryu crew. Thanks for sending those in. Uh, follow follow along on Discord, everybody. Discord.gg/getplayed, and you know we love our Discord. We, we love, love to chop the it up Discord. And hey, that's this week's Get Played. Links to our social media, including the Discord, are in the episode description. Shout out to our engineer, Jordan Duffy, Jordan K. Duffy on Instagram. Uh, also check out Get Animated. We're wrapping up Blue Lock. We're not quite sure what we're going to cover yet when Heather gets back, but we also have talked about Evangelion, uh, Leakerous Recoil, Chainsaw Man, and more in our archive. There's a year of content now if you join us. Yeah, that's uh, pretty true. Over on Stitcher Premium or at patreon.com slash getplayed. Cody Ziegler. What an absolute delight to have you in studio. Thanks for me. It's always a, always a fucking ble- uh, so blast fun. guy. Love, love just to talk about video games, especially good ones. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug at this time? Uh, yeah, check out Miles Morales' Spider-Man. Uh, I'm running that. Issue 5 just came out, so the first arc is done. Uh, uh, pl- please read that. I think it's a lot of fun. So People cool. seem to be enjoying it. Um, other than that, uh, this I have no ties to this, but check out Earth Defense Force. It's such a fun <laughs> video game. I, hope, I want more people to play it so they get some more sequels. Hell yeah. I got a plug. I got a rare plug. Wow. I never plug anything on this show. Wow. Nick and I both wrote something, wrote things separately for the Comedy Bang Bang book. It's on shelves tomorrow as of uh, this release Ooh. on uh, uh, April 25th. So you can get it in stores anywhere. You buy books. Check it out. It's, uh, I'll, I'll say very sincerely, it's very cool to be in that book. I, it's, it's a cool book. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's It's also like, like, have you gotten your hands on it? It's a hefty boy. It's a, yeah. It's a thicky. It's a thicky. Uh, it's a it's a it's a nice presentation. And yeah, I, re- I wrote a piece with with uh, our our friend Caroline Anderson. That's uh, that's in the book. So check that out. Oh, published pals over here. Right? Yeah, we're that's pu- right. We're we are published, published pals. pals. Yeah. yeah, we're the book buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I feel like today nobody got played. No. Yeah. And I 
I'm not trying to say this because I know he's had just a blast mm-hmm. with Zig and people are going to be like, that was a really good episode. And it has nothing to do with Zig. I miss Heather so much. <laughs> Zig, you just got played. I'm sorry. Yeah, wow. Okay. Thanks, guys. 